Hi, my name is Brenda Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprotti. Welcome to No Scripts at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a Japanese reality television program that is on Netflix. And you should tell your friends to watch it. Everyone. Yeah. Just get on the subway and say, I have an announcement to make. (laughs) Be that person. Excuse me. I'm proud to announce that Opening New Doors Part 6 premieres on Netflix. March 12th. March 12th, 2019. Actually, by the time this episode comes out, I think part six will be it already be on yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh anyway this is episode number 40 of opening new doors part five episode eight the end of part five this episode is called a man who can't be described in japanese which is okay yeah okay uh very excited it's a it's a wonderful episode of television i liked it a it lot is. i feel like i mentioned this in the last episode but like this group of people is really good yeah big, big fan and i love the way they interact uh specifically in this episode anyway uh we open with the panel and uh the panel we find out has a group chat in line where they just talk about terrace house when they're not on set talking about terrace house i want to be part of that group chat so bad yeah and that'd be great it'd be so good Uh, apparently yama is very very um i just i couldn't think of a word passionate he's Mm -hmm. very passionate uh in in this group chat i get it yeah I, I, f- I mean, he's always passionate in his entire life. So. That's true. That's a great point. But uh, af- after the panel just does like the recap, we uh, start the episode and we have this like back and forth between a bar where it's a boys night and all the boys are at the mm-hmm. bar. Boys uh, night. Boys night. And then also uh, at the kitchen table where they're having a girls night. Girls uh, night. Through the magic of editing, we are uh, supposed to think that they're happening at the same time when they're not because oh my god well we find out later that it's not happening at the same time through what was that called never mind i went to art school russian doll (laughs) no (laughs) never mind it was like that that kind of editing technique anyway juxtaposition is that what it is i don't think so anyway please keep talking (laughs) it's fine i i'm just in a lot of debt and i feel like i should know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i feel like i should know if it says we're at the bar with the boys Mm -hmm. the boys Kaido brings up the upcoming Apple Music Festival date with Yui. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that's happening. And then there's kind of like a pause for a second. He's like, but I also watched a movie with Maya the other night. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm into both of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and he kind of goes into why. And he's like, I can be kind of like whatever in a way with Maya, which is good. That's like a good thing. I enjoy yeah, that. It's a great thing to have in a relationship. And yeah. just like a friendship even. Yeah. Just like a, a kind of mutual comfort which is nice. Uh, and then he's like, with Yui, though, we're like more active and we cook a lot and we like go out and do things, which is kind of what I wanted to do more of when I came to Tara's house. And I like that she brings that out of me, mm-hmm. which I when I first kind of started to clue into the fact that Kaito was into both of them, I thought it was just like he wasn't really putting much thought into it. And his reasons for this were just going to be like very surface level. But I, I think that these are both like he, really great. Yeah. He actually thought about thought, think about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he actually thought about it. that was almost like a foghorn leghorn like situation. Uh... <laughs> yeah. He almost thought about th- thinks about. Uh, but, he likes well, he mm-hmm. likes them both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I I love that. I love that he's 
conflicted because it makes for good tv <laughs> so it makes for great tv yeah no 100 yeah. I'm, I'm into your conflict thank you yeah and then we cut to the table where the girls are having their night uh and yui brings up you know again the show hey show is coming up the apple music festival uh but risako is like fuck this i don't care about this and just cuts right to the point she goes hey are you interested in kaito <laughs> great thank you risako great incredible uh, you compared her to Sena in the last episode um and i think that nowhere is that more prevalent than in this question oh yes and um, she also says your face relaxes more when you're with kaito which is like a very interesting observation i can't imagine ever noticing somebody's face muscles relax more when they hang out with somebody but it's interesting um and yui does not answer this question she's like i will let you know if my feelings change after the festival just kind of a cop out but whatever uh and then maya says you know to basically everybody out of the three guys which one is out of the question for you which is a really leading question it's like very, yeah. like a specific which one of the people in the house do you hate yeah, which one of them is the fucking worst come yeah. on uh and they all without missing a beat just say sota they none of them uh, are interested in sota damn and then they all laugh together <laughs> that's really fucked up. yeah it sucks <laughs> I can't wait for three weeks from now when Sota just watches this and starts crying. Yeah, it just has like the worst time. Um, yeah. You and I mentioned this in the last episode, but Sota's great. I'm a big fan Sota's of Sota. Sota's very funny. Um, I, I also think that. that a lot of the stuff that happens in this episode is hilarious and he gets destroyed and dragged and I feel bad. Oh, it's great. Lo- love that, man. So good. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the bar. Ayo asks Sota if he's into anyone um, and he says, you know, of everybody in the house, Dusako is the closest to my age. So like probably her, like if I had to pick, he was like, although the conversation that the two of us had when we went out to lunch was like kind of lukewarm, um, which is mm-hmm. nice because it's kind of it's an indication that he was also completely aware of how that date was going. Like everybody in the last episode talked about how the Sota Dusako date was like boring and and he only talked about himself the whole time and like it just seems like there weren't sparks or anything and like soto was so oblivious because he just talked about himself but like he felt the same way on that date yeah so it just just goes to show yeah and he was aware he was aware of it um he was aware that there was no spark you know which is good uh and kaito's like so are you gonna ask her out again or what and he's like i don't know if our schedules line up like maybe and uh Kaito goes, well, I think Ayo kind of likes her a bit too. And Ayo's like, yeah, I'm, I'm into her a bit. Uh, and they like kind of just like riff on that, uh, riff on this idea of like Ayo and Sota having like a, a battle, it sparks flying all over the place, um, battling to see who gets to take Dusako out. But like at the end of the day, Sota's not like super interested in her anyway. So whatever, you know? Yeah, it's whatever. It doesn't really matter. That said, like Sota still continues to go after Dusako in this episode. Like he still asks her out and like, whatever um which is interesting io also says that he's into yui which like he alluded to in the last episode and we were like oh that's kind of interesting but i didn't know it was an actual thing yeah he like just straight up like offers that information up uh he says quote yui would make a great wife i can see that kind of kind of sexist and weird but yeah yeah it's very intense it's a very intense sentence there's yeah a lot like a lot of stuff packed into those few words a lot of things happening yeah Yeah. but i guess it's a compliment Uh, yeah it's bizarre yeah, it's weird. Uh, we cut back to the girls at the table, and Maya tells Isako, like, have you noticed that Sota asks different whenever he's around you? Uh, and Yui's like, yeah, he follows you everywhere. And Maya's like, you are being stalked by Sota. <laughs> and Isako is like, I, I didn't notice that. The only thing I really noticed is that he always talks about himself whenever, like, whenever the two of us hang out. Double down. And they also mentioned that they learned from Shunsuke that he has road rage, which is hilarious. Like, whenever he's driving, he just, like, starts yelling a lot. <laughs> Oh my god, my dude, me too. Do you? Really? 
I fucking I have a I have a dash cam. Oh that, wow. Um yeah, my boyfriend got it for Christmas and he was like, I don't want it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want it. Yeah. And then sometimes like I'll just be driving and people are stupid and so I just yell. Yeah. It's not exactly I don't I'm never like an aggressive road rager, but I'll yell. Yeah. The close the closest I get to road rage is uh one specific thing that I do if I'm on the hike. So I I live in New Jersey, which is like I think notorious for having just terrible drivers. I don't think that the drivers in New Jersey are terrible as much as they are just like impatient uh, and just drive yeah. very fast. Like we just it's kind of Mad Max esque out on the highways of of New Jersey. So the closest I get to road rage is whenever somebody is driving really slow on the highway and I can't get around them or anything. I always do the same thing and that's sing baby you can drive my car by the beatles but i change it to baby you can drive your car so i'll go baby you can drive your car like faster like please go faster <laughs> that is wholesome yes that's, that's that my, is wholesome road rage that's i love that rage. that's my yeah oh that's, that's incredible i'm gonna start doing that <laughs> yeah um and they uh they, they they're wondering aloud like okay which which version of sota is real the version that has road rage or like this very like calm dude he's a complex man he's a complex man with a lot of stuff going on and yui tries to steer this uh like conversation away from the slam dunk contest on sota that's happening uh and th- she's like oh yeah he has good qualities too and they're all like yeah his face is beautiful and like that's as much <laughs> as they give him that is so unfortunate that is so sad <laughs> yeah this man's gonna watch this in like four weeks and I'm, just be like yeah wow everybody hated me wow <laughs> holy shit um oh, they still hang out we're fine yeah uh we cut back to the bar kaito is gone probably at the bathroom i would imagine or something he's off to he's off to get some honey yeah he's pooh bear i don't know right he's skating outside just grinding high-fiving the a curb high-fiving he's looking for a baby to well, high-five in the bar yeah. yeah why is why is the baby out at like midnight don't do this yeah that's irresponsible parenting yeah so while he's gone io asked sota like hey just be honest with me how are things going with you um i know like of all the girls in the house Risaka was the only one that's like not too young for you so are you interested in her like for real just tell me and sota just says straight up like i don't think i am i'm not really into her um i could see myself dating her maybe but it's like he doesn't know enough about her it's kind of like a too early to tell situation yeah hey we don't either it's fine yeah same yeah yeah and after that we cut to the intro uh and we come back and we are at the table again it's one in the morning the boys are returning from their night out this is how you can tell that these two events happened on different nights because it's um it's just yui and maya and they're wearing different clothes at mm-hmm. this point uh and isako is gone she's like out on a shoot for like three days or something but yeah. anyway basically as soon as they get home everybody goes off to like go do whatever they're doing uh which just leaves kaito and maya together at the table by themselves and maya's talking about the uh the like upcoming apple music festival date with yui uh and she's like quote you're you're gonna be with her all day from 8 a.m to the evening you're gonna be with yui <laughs> and uh which is great and kaito responds to this by saying hey are you free anytime soon which is great it's a segue it is a segue yep and uh he's like let's go somewhere but not to eat i don't want to go out and eat with you uh let's like go do a thing um and he wants to go to an art museum specifically and she's like wow that i'm surprised not- that you want to go see art uh but i'm yeah. into it yeah they don't they don't end up going to an art museum if they go to somewhere i guess it's art adjacent yeah it's it's called an this art place, museum this but... place is awesome i've been there it's so cool oh yeah 
Yeah, it's called an art museum. Definitely is not one. I what I find really interesting about this moment is in the previous scene with Kaito talking about why he's into Maya and Yui separately is that Maya he's able to just hang out with, but he likes that he goes out and does things or mm-hmm. is active with Yui. So I think you know if if we're to give Kaito more credit than I maybe was earlier. I would assume that this is him saying, like, let me see what happens when I go out and I'm active and I do things with Maya. Like, are we still that comfortable together or yeah. is it weird um, in a way that it's not with Yui when we go out and do things? Which I get it. Our dude, our dude, like, thinks his shit out. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Yeah. So the next morning, it's 8 a.m., which is when they were supposed to God. leave for the Apple Music Festival. And we see that Kaito is still asleep in bed and Yui walks in to the room and wakes him up and is like do your best to get ready like please wake up she's like Like, please wake up she's like are you grumpy in the morning um it's great and on her way out uh sota is like hey you're probably gonna have to get him up a couple times like he's that kind of person and she says hey put some covers on or you're gonna catch a cold and then closes the door yeah (laughs) it's really cute it's adorable i love it oh and then we cut to them in the car so they eventually do leave uh, and, and they're he driving does, on He their does way. get ready. He does get ready. He is definitely wearing a strange outfit, I would say. He has like <laughs> yeah. the, the beret. Yeah, it's very... What is that? No, it's not a beret. What's that called? A flat cap? It's a... I think it's like a... It's like a scout cap or something. Like a newsboy kind of vibe. Newsboy cap. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's the cap that every single like dude at an animation convention wears. Yes. <laughs> and a messenger bag. Yep. And a plaid shirt. That's exactly what everyone That's wears. That's the move. Yeah. And like, a, and like a brown overcoat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like blazer. Like a brown blazer. Yeah. What a mood. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what Kaito's wearing uh, in the car. And while they're in the car, Yui talks about how she's like nervous to be with him. <laughs> um, she's like, I never know what to say. Like, I get nervous when I meet new people and like, you still feel new to me. Um, and he's Aww. like, I don't really understand because like you and I have gone out a whole bunch. And she's like, but this in this situation, I asked you out. So like now I feel more responsible for it. And it's nice that she's like being this open and honest about it. But I, yeah, no, I can is. only imagine that really being a turnoff personally. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, it's it's kind of the same as like her doing her like fucking like, here's a list of questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a way, it fe- it feels like that, like a little bit TMI kind of situation where it's like hey i don't think that there's chemistry between us because i have no idea what to say right now and that's going to be the topic of conversation you know you're bringing attention to something that you really don't have to right yeah it's like those people that need to feel uh need to like fill silence Mm -hmm. you know instead of just like letting it be oh my god i'm totally that person i hate silence oh really it's really bad yeah it sucks because like i end up just like talking too much i i know this may seem contrary to popular belief considering we make podcasts uh Mm -hmm. but i'm very comfortable with silence that's good yeah let's just not talk for the rest of the episode yeah okay no let's no please no um anyway uh she also apologizes for not wanting to go skateboarding today and and offering up this other thing which like i don't think you should apologize for because that was no, a bad idea yeah 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 she didn't want to do it and that's all he wants to do and like any relationship has to have effort on both sides you know what i mean yeah even friendships yeah even friendships 
Um, so then we cut to the Apple Music Festival, and it's not the Apple Music brand TM festival. Uh, it Unfortunately, is a different no. thing. Yeah, but it is a cuter thing because the, the Apple Music Festival would have been a big bombastic like whole fucking thing, and this is just like a nice, cute. There's there's an Apple logo. Yeah, like but a not the thing. Apple logo. There's probably apples somewhere. There are probably apples around. It's that time of year, right? It's like October, I think they said at this point. It's yeah, like, is that apple season? I know after probably. November it's orange season. Oh, really? Japan, Japanese people fucking love oranges. Oh. In, when it's winter, and it's incredible. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So we uh, see Shohei and 3-1989 on, I wrote 3-1898 in, in my notes. <laughs> That's weird. <gasps> That's the cover band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 3-1989 on the main stage. There's a huge crowd, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like a really legit crowd, and I don't know. It's it's three nineteen eighty nine. We've seen them before. They they have more yep. people in the band now. There's like an actual drummer on stage. There's uh backup singers. Yeah, no, they look legit. Yeah, Shohei's you know good because he's good at his job. He's very good at his job. It's nice. We, we see a lot of the performance. It's one of those classic situations where you just watch someone on Terrace House do the thing that they're good at, and it's just like, wow, this is cool. But like, what can you say about it beyond that was good? Yeah, because that's a very that's their entire shit is that they're good. Yeah, and after the performance uh yui talks about kind of that she's like I, it's really cool to see people be extremely good at something because once they hit a certain level you can tell that they really enjoy it um yeah and she's like i noticed that with you kaito when you're skating you're always smiling you're always happy um and he just very succinctly says it has to be fun you know, or else why would you put that much effort into it i guess is yeah point. exactly that's a that's a great fucking point yeah so then shohei shows up as as one would expect i thought for a second that he wasn't going to show up i thought they were just going to go see him and then they were going to bounce yeah um i also thought that they were going to have like backstage tickets or something i didn't think they were just going to be like in the shit because she says i think beforehand like oh yeah shohei said i could bring someone else i was like okay so you get two free passes but they're just like in general admission which is kind of funny um, i mean like if they're just hanging out yeah um, just vibing keeping it tight you know yeah uh but but he shows up and he sits down uh, after meeting kaito um, and just kind of talks a little bit about how he's like really appreciative to be on the main stage because like that's a very rare thing to like not be in the festival the previous year and then start the festival for the that's, first time ever yeah. on the main stage. That's awesome. Yeah. The power of Netflix. The power of Netflix and Terrace House. Kind of going back to what Guy said in the previous episode where it was like, yeah, it changed House, my life. Yeah, Terrace House changed my life. It gave me direction and, and you just have to like reach out and take the opportunities as they come. Yeah. Shohei just is look at extremely good at it. Yeah, look at Lauren. Yeah, look at Lauren. For those of you who don't know, like Lauren is doing covers for us at Marvel. Uh, she is mm-hmm. going to be on the next and final season of Legion, the, the yeah, she's FX, be an actress. X-Men show. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's rad. It's really cool. But anyway, Shohei talks about all that. And then kind of like in, in a quick pause, it's just like, so is there anything happening between you two? <laughs> Fucking dude. Which is great. And Yui's like, oh, yeah, we've gone out. Of- I was amazed that Yui was the one who spoke up here. But like, yeah, she's yeah, me too. She's like, yeah, the two of us have gone out a couple times uh and and he turns to kaito and says yui's a great girl isn't he isn't she uh which is like kind of a i big, love this yeah it's like a br- big brother vibe you know yeah and uh you know kaito's like oh yeah yeah she's great and uh shohei says quote i was attracted to yui by the time i left and i was like oh not a big brother oh, vibe what? that's very different no gross um and then he says like, like oh wait attracted is not the right word like that's not what i meant sorry sorry, sorry. there we go there we go um and then Red i think con. I, I don't know. Maybe this is just the edit, but it seemed like he was like, that was embarrassing and I need to leave. And then he wishes them both luck I and then that. leaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of very Shohei adjacent. So yeah. I feel it. Yeah. It was good. 
Um, that was a nice scene. It was nice to see Shohei. Yeah. Shohei, Shohei's, Shohei's a person. He's a person. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, then we cut to the girls' room, and it's Yui and it's Maya, which I think that this was set up by the producers to look I think so too. exactly like the Mayu and Yui. I think so, too. My thing God. with Noah, yeah. So Yui says, you know, after the festival... Uh, she talked to Kaito about the two of us maybe going skateboarding the next day, uh, which we know, having watched the episode, that doesn't happen, it seems. Like, the no, next day, doesn't. like, they do not go skateboarding. But it was kind of like an idea, at least, like, hey, next time you're free. So they kind of committed to maybe going out on another date again. Yeah. But Maya's like, hey, I should just let you know, Kaito asked me out also. The two of us are going to go to, like, an art thing. And Yui, and I think this is why this is set up like the Mayu and Yui situation, because this is, like, the exact <laughs> inverse. Uh, Yui says that she thinks it's really nice when she sees Mayu or Maya and, and Kaito sitting together. She's like, she's like, I, it, it just makes me happy to see you guys like kind of bouncing off one another. Um, which is like a huge. Oh yeah. Shift from, from the previous times that the conversations like this have happened with Yui. Yes. 100%. Especially considering Maya's response to that is like, I don't really know yet. I, ha- I hadn't really considered him until recently. So for, I can only imagine that to Yui, that reads as like, wow, I can't believe this person isn't even considering the dude that I'm interested in, but we're in like a... In like a thing. Yeah, we're in like a small like love triangle situation. Yeah. And she's not even taking it seriously, and I am. It was just weird. Yeah, well, I think it just shows a lot of growth for Yui to not like yeah. vocalize any of that, because that's the only way I think you could read that response. Yeah, 100%. But like still, but I don't know, this, this, this shot was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. It made me feel a little weird. Well, if you just think about... In the playroom, Yui watching herself in the scene with Mayu. Okay, yeah. You know, okay. like yes. she specifically watched how she interacted was with shitty. somebody like this in in a scene, and then was presented with the exact same situation again. A little bit less hostile, obviously, but like basically the exact same situation where she's in a love triangle with somebody that she has to like live with, and this time acts like a like an adult and like acts really, responsibly and and has shown growth as a person yeah and i'm really proud of her for that yeah me too and honestly i, I kind of wish that i had the netflix forethought <laughs> in life in life to just be like oh that was shitty of me yeah and to just grow from that and i'm proud of her and i hope that everything keeps going well yeah not to keep going back to it but again the the moment with guy from last episode where he's like it's all about how you choose to take those opportunities or not and like this is yui you know although she i don't know what's going to happen with her but although she like might not find love on this season of terrace house uh and she might not like find the career path that she's looking for she's growing as a person and that's just as important as the other two i think yeah exactly and that makes me it makes me very happy yeah i hope she goes well yeah hope she gets a job yeah we cut to the boys room kaito's talking about about the the apple music date um and he's like honestly i wish that yui was able to react or to relax around me like i wish that like the two of us mm. could kind of chill out mm. he's like that's not a problem at all with maya which is you know i guess points for maya uh yeah in i guess his so. mind. if he's weighing the pros and cons which he seems to be um now we cut to the living room i love this because it's like we see okay the girls room <laughs> conversation the boys room conversation and then like the two like meeting the of the minds just fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like okay let's like both relay what each side of the date thought about it to the other <laughs> side of <laughs> the house so funny. Um, so it's maya and io basically saying like okay what did yui tell you okay what did kaito tell you okay let's like find That's the so truth funny. between the two stories the red string fucking yeah 
Um, so it's like a it's like a postmortem of the date essentially. And and Maya's like, yeah, Yui thinks that Kaito's not into her. Um, Nettie has more fun with me when we're hanging out. Ayo is like, okay, well, uh, do you have feelings for Kaito? And she's like, honestly, of the three people in the house, he's the one that I would pick. Um, and then she says, quote, I hope nothing happens between Kaito and Yui, which like, Damn. that's as much of an answer as you can ever get, I think. Yeah, exactly. I hope they crash and burn. Yeah. I've never seen anyone like, say that on this show. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Not, not directly to camera. <laughs> yeah. On it, like, look, the honesty is good. I think it's... I don't think it came from a bad place. No, that's the thing. It didn't, it didn't feel malicious in the way, like, I think if, if that had been said between Mayu and Yui during oh, the Noah man. situation, like, th- there would have been, like, pent up, like, hate in that. But oh, yeah. I think Maya is just like, I'm looking out for me, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a show where I want to find love. That's why I'm here. And he's my best shot at it and i hope that things at least work out and that they end up working better than expected with me and not that girl even though i like her yeah as a person totally so we cut to the panel obviously they're they're just like hyped about the love triangles that are happening the love hexagon as it were yama says terrace house is so great this quote (laughs) this is a great quote me i I should make that my cover (laughs) photo on on twitter or something it's very good but anyway we uh we cut back to the table. It's Ayo and Nisako hanging out, and uh, <laughs> Nisako is like, "Yeah, my muscles are still sore, or are still sore from uh, that time that you and I went to the gym." And he's like, "That was for that was like weeks ago." <laughs> <laughs> um, they're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, he's like, "That's not good. That's not a good no, thing." What the fuck? Um, and she's like, "I think the two of us need to do weights every morning, which is nice. Form mm-hmm. like a routine with the person that you're interested yeah. in." And uh, he agrees, and he's like, hey, also, um, there's a place that I want to check out if you want to come with. And she's like, uh, I, any uh, information? Give me any information about the place before I can say yes to this. Uh, and he's like, I don't really remember what it's called. I just know that there's lava. Uh, <laughs> listen. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. Yeah. No, she's in, though. She's like, I, yeah. I, yeah, let's go see Lava. And they go see Lava together. Or they're going to go see Lava together. They're going to go see Lava. In part I, six. Yeah, what, I need to know what the fuck this is. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. Have you ever been to, like a, like, a volcanic... Um, I, what, is, what is it called? Like a volcanic preserve? I have, actually, yeah, yeah, in Japan. But, like, I didn't see Lava. It just smelled like rotten eggs. Just smelled the like sulfur? time I was yeah. there, yeah. Um, that was it. Yeah, I went and saw some Lava in Hawaii. It was cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Tokyo. Uh, we see Maya in, in class. Uh, it, it's yeah. her, her fashion. Uh, she's her like doing a class. group project. Her hair is red just for this scene. It seems like she did yeah, her hair red. What the fuck. Yeah. With like temporary dye, I think, for maybe while she was in class, which is wild. Like that's commitment that's, to an outfit. She wanted to look good. Yeah. It's cool. It looks great. No, it looks really, really cute. Um, very good with red hair yeah and after that we see her and all of her classmates just kind of like sitting around outside like having a conversation and she's talking about how she was really inspired by this one outfit oh, yeah. that was like set up near her classroom and she was like i i would look good in that and i want to be able to wear things like that so she went and took some modeling classes and then tried out like went to an audition to become a model and got accepted and like she's going she has like her first modeling gig ever damn bitch that was fast yeah it's great it's cool it's perfect also it was because like the outfit was like a like like 
Sri Lankan, like Indian apparel. Yeah. Which is like what she, she's like half Sri Lankan. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, it felt really cool to like see someone that kind of looked like me and be able to like model it. And I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um, so her classmates are like, okay, so does that mean that you're going to like switch your, your major to modeling? Like, is that the, your focus? And she's like, no, she I, goes, she's like, I'm going to switch, no. but not to that. I'm going to switch to become a stylist. So I can learn how to become a stylist so I can style myself so it'll be cheaper. <laughs> I have to become a model. I can just like do all my own stuff. Damn, it's the the hustle. Absolutely. So then we're at the table again in the house. It's Ayo, Risako, Maya, and Kaito. Um, and Ayo and Risako are like literally working out together. They have like one of those, um, I forget, it's like one of those like elastic things that you yeah, like, pull apart. Yeah, the resistance bands? Yeah, resistance band. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both each have one of the handles and they're like pulling it back and forth. And Maya's like, it is going to be so funny if the two of you just get super ripped in Tara's house. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. And while that's happening, Sota returns uh, and, and he sits down. He's wearing like overalls and stuff. And, and he sits down and he's like, yeah, I just returned from doing a bunch of farm work. Um, and everybody's <laughs> like, wow, really? And he's like, no, no I came no, from work. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so it's so good yeah and and he asks hey what's everyone up to the next day uh turns out maya and kaito are going on their like art museum date and sota just kind of like nonchalantly complete non sequitur is like my glasses broke i need new glasses oh my god this part <laughs> yeah and, and it's sad like he brings it up as if somebody passed away and he's like or like <laughs> Something terrible happened. My glasses di- my glasses died. <laughs> <laughs> my glasses passed on. My condolences. Yeah. Um, he was like, my favorite glasses are missing an arm. It just snapped right off. And uh, he brings that up and everybody's like not really sure how to react. And basically everybody leaves at this point. And it just Everyone's leaves. like, I'm going to give you some time to mourn. To mourn your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just leaves him and Isako together at the table. He's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Has Ayo asked you out recently? Um and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see some lava rocks at some point. Um, and there's this long pause. And he's like, so I'm planning on going on this like excursion to go get some new glasses. If you want to come, like, that'd be cool. Uh, if you want to, like, help me choose some glasses out, there's an open spot for somebody to come help me pick some glasses. <laughs> uh, he says there's an opportunity for you to come with me and help me pick some frames. And she's just, like, laughing her ass off at this. She That's is, like, so funny. She doesn't even know how to react to it. And so to just the whole time, like, while she's laughing, just kind of, like, doubles down on the bit. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you were interested, like, you have the opportunity to change my face forever. Like, you could just come in, you could just recommend some glasses and I'll just buy them because you're more stylish than I am. <laughs> And uh, he's like continuing to do this because she's not giving him an answer. Classic Risako move. Uh, she's not like answering saying yes or no. So he's just like continuing the bit as he walks out the door and goes to take a bath. Um, and even after he's gone, she's still laughing she's and laughing. says out loud to nobody, I guess to the camera people. She's like, I don't I can't stop laughing at this. <laughs> Which is great. That was. Yeah. I've never felt like such a kindred spirit in Sarah's house, I think. Uh, wait like, uh, let's talk about the yui and Osako okay. moment next and then double back to yes. like breaking this down yes because i feel oh like the two of us okay yeah 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 uh we cut to the playroom yui and Osako are, t- are talking about literally this interaction uh and Osako is like it was a complete turn off it like totally turned me off that sucks she was like i just couldn't believe like this guy is so confident that he's like oh he's i have not. a spot open if you want to like come hang out if you want to like go do this uh and oh, yui's no. like okay well are you going to go on the date or not and Osako's like no i don't think so 
And Yui tries to change her mind and is like, it sounds like it'll be fun. The fact that he act or that he asked you in such a confident manner probably indicates that like the date will be at least fun and goofy. Um, and there's no like, there's no like bow to tie up um, how Risako answers in this case. But what a what a read of that situation to be like, I wow, what a, what a jackass for him to ask me to go do this with him. Again, I honestly think these people are he's on another level. I think he's on another level. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a hilarious was so way to ask funny. somebody out. Yeah. Oh, man, I would have been like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to go fuck up your face. With you. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. I'm so sad that Risako didn't didn't fucking take the bait. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. I feel, I feel so like bad. Him. I mean, they are clearly like there has never been a clearer moment than in her read of the situation that these two are not compatible at all. Oh, absolutely not. My man, my man's that joke landed so flat. Yeah. Like my feet. It's <laughs> fucking that sucks. Uh, yeah, it sucks that there's nobody in there to really appreciate but, it. But tr- I appreciate it. Soda. Yeah. Soda, you you you're on another level and I feel a connection to you. Yeah. I feel like, like what, we could hang out. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And even like when we cut to the panel later, like they're they are also like dunking on him. Th- yeah, they're like, like not oh into it God. either. Which like I don't understand. They all want to see the date purely out of like these two people are incompatible. Yeah, and like we just need to see this date go extremely poorly. Which I am also here for. Oh yeah, I would love to see that. But oh, yeah. I think dunking on him for the way he asked her out is incorrect personally i don't yeah it wasn't that i don't know i honestly think it's just like his his humor is just not what everyone else is used to yeah so people just don't understand it yeah again he's super sarcastic i don't think i've ever seen like someone as sarcastic as him like even when the show was i guess lauren was probably like the most sarcastic person but she's american right you know yeah like, I don't think, I don't think I've seen anyone else be, like, as sarcastic and as, like, go- like down to goof. Yeah. Like, deadpan as him. Right. I don't know. Who's, I mean, I guess. He's just there doing bits all the time. Yeah. And he's, he's doing a bit, and I'm, I'm here for the bit, but no one else wants his bit. No one else wants his bit. It sucks. That audience sucks. Yeah. Sota, so, Sota's funny. Sota Fight is me. funny. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, after, after that whole deal, we that see sucked. the Kaito and Maya date. This part's so cool. I they, love it. They go to what is Tokyo framed trick to be museum. what is framed to be an art museum and ends up being mm-hmm. a trick museum. I didn't know if it was one in Karizawa. Yeah, I thought it was one in Oizaiba. Yeah, no, there's one like in like in Q Karizawa. I looked this up like literally in between us recording the last what? episode and this That's one. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like in the main drag, like with all the bars that they go to and stuff. Oh my god, I didn't know that. That's so cool. It's kind of like I guess we have a we have a place here in Austin called Museum of the Weird, mm. which is kind of similar to that. They have like different like places you can take pictures. Yeah. But the closest thing I can guess is like Museum of Ice Cream, like that <laughs> that like Instagram installation that goes around. Yeah. It it feels Where like you, a yeah, yeah. That, that's what it feels like. It feels like an Instagram museum. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like a well documented been... thing. It's like places are are changing or popping up all over the place, literally just to serve <laughs> Instagram. To, yeah, to make like for cool photos on on instagram which i'm totally into like there's a it's gonna close but there's a uh shonen jump um in amusement park in tokyo that has like so many great like photo places that you can take pictures at yeah like they have the hole where like fucking yamcha is just like dead 
And you can oh just, my like, god, really? Pose like yeah, I have a picture of me dead, like yeah, I'm just like on the floor. That's awesome. This is my favorite. My favorite shit is just like places you can take goofy pictures at. Yeah. But I wouldn't pay forty dollars to go sit in a sprinkles pool. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think you I know? would either. Yeah. Uh, picking sprinkles out of my shoes for next no, month. No, that's some that's some bullshit. Yeah. But Tokyo Trick Museum is fun. There's no sprinkles. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like they have a good time. They they do like they the classic fun. shit. There's like one thing where uh where Kaito looks like his head is just like floating in a bowl on a table. Um yeah. they do another one where it's like you stand on opposite sides of the room and like one of you is really big and the other one's really small. It's like you've seen all this stuff before. There's a yeah. whole room that's upside down and then it's like, okay, take and the Kaito picture of you like standing Spider-Man. on the ceiling and then yeah. you know, rotate the photo so it looks like you're on the ceiling. Stuff like that. It's so fun. Yeah, it's goofy. And after that, they go out for like drinks or lunch. It almost looks like they're at like a 50s diner is kind of the vibe that I got mm-hmm. uh, from the place that they go. Just in this scene, Kaito's like, yeah, I think you and I should go out again. Uh, I don't know really Aww. where, but like I haven't really experienced like nature in Karuizawa yet. And I'd like to find something for us to do. And that's kind of where he leaves Aww. it. But she's into it. She's, she also wants to go out again. It's, it's, it's so good. So great. Yeah, it was a nice. It, it was a, it was a nice, wholesome date. Yep, um, I, 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 I've missed this. And I think if Kaito's goal was to see if hanging out with Maya outside of the house in a not like the two of us are just chilling scenario, but in a the two of us are being active and like going and trying new things scenario, like I think it went well. Me too. It makes me really happy. Yeah, they are very compatible. I still don't. I so I'm not convinced that it's going to work out. No, because I think it might just end up being a thing where like they become very good friends instead. Yeah, which is also still fine. Yeah, it's just like not a romantic relationship. Yeah. So after this, we cut to the panel. Um, they start calling Sota <laughs> Professor Sota. Professor Sota, like a fucking Pokemon master. Yeah. Um, they talk about how Sota is both oblivious and misunderstood, and that there's no word in the Japanese lexicon to describe him. There truly, there truly isn't. Um, and they desperately want the date to happen with Risako. God, I do too, but yeah. I'm not mean. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's kind of it for that panel segment. Um, and then yeah. after that, we cut to the table. It's Kaito, Maya, and Yui is doing the dishes in the background. Um, and Kaito asks Maya, hey, do you watch 13 Dragons? Um, and she's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, okay, we should watch it together. Um, I just want to give a shout out to people on the subreddit for uh, discerning that it's not 13 dragons. The translator misunderstood what they were saying, and it turns out that they're watching 13 Reasons Why season two, <laughs> which came what? which came out at the same time. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> How did they get 13 dragons? Apparently dragons and reasons sound the same. Dragon. Reason. Huh? Maybe. I don't know. Do you- ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you yes yeah okay the japanese word for dragon is ryu mm-hmm. the japanese words for reasons is ryu yeah is that it okay yeah that's what it is Wait. okay that makes sense let me see if i can find I, this again because i have it they have it written out um i heard about 13 dragons and i was like sa, sa, like 13 ryu and i was like oh 13 dragons yeah oh, that's that's funny that show sucks but that's funny yeah a hard agree a hard agree oh, that, that shows the worst um let me just find it real quick. Uh, yeah. R-I-Y-U-U. Y-U-U is, is reasons. reason. Yeah. R-Y-U-U is dragon. dragon. Yeah. That's so funny. I did not know that. Yeah. I just thought it was 13 dragons and I was like, sure. Yeah. Incredible. So funny. Amazing. Um, yeah. That, that show is oof. 
That show sucks. That's, don't watch it. <laughs> Anti-recommendation. Don't watch 13 yeah. Reasons Why. Don't give them money. I watched season one purely out of like a, I think this is extremely problematic that the show exists, but I kind of... But I need to watch it to be able to yeah, kind of like see yeah, and like the certain opinion. Yeah, that's the same reason why I did it too. Um, I was very... Look, if, if 13 Reasons Why did anything positive for anyone... It would be that uh, it made my favorite band extremely famous. Uh, Which one? Lord Huron is like my favorite band. Oh my god, yeah, uh, I love Lord And their Huron. song, uh, I, I forget which one, it, I think it was The Night We Met was on that show uh, in, in one of the scenes. <gasps> yeah. um, and propelled them into stardom, uh, which is great. So, <laughs> very happy for Lord Huron. Uh, great. Um, shout out to the music supervisor for 13 Reasons Why for picking them. It's good stuff. Yeah. But that show is has issues, and yeah. if you watch it, that's fine. Just you can still consume media and understand, but it's problematic. Yeah, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean Terrace House. Terrace House <laughs> is problematic frequently. Uh, yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So she's like, "Hey, we 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 should watch Thirteen Reasons Why together." In the background, Yui just you hear her go, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> as she finishes up the dishes and i think is also overhearing them like literally planning a date in front of her um and then she leaves and kaito's like oh i need to go get a charger for the laptop if we're gonna do this and he leaves the room and as soon as he leaves yui busts back in to the room and maya's like oh is everything okay uh and yui's like no i'm just here to get some iced tea but also like did you have fun in your date today um and maya's like yeah i, I did uh oh and uh then yui gets her tea and then leaves but not before saying uh or not before maya asks, like hey aren't you two supposed to be going skateboarding like you said that that was going to happen and she's like i'm not too sure that's going to happen anymore and then leaves oh yeah oops i can, that to me felt like yui being like i concede like there's a thing happening here and i don't want to really like throw my hat in the ring like i think i, I think i'm good now like i, I think i've yeah. seen that you two have more of a thing than he and i did and maybe like that should be it yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. But also just like, it was, I don't know, the way she's, she worded it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I saw right. it as like a, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Look directly at the camera. Wink. wink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, after that, we cut to the playroom uh, and we see Sota and Ayo. This is like kind of a nothing scene, really. Um, it's just the two of them both talking about how they want to go out with Jisako. Okay. And like, that's it like we knew that it was like all right yeah uh we cut back to the girls room and it's yui and nusako um and this is literally like while in the other room kaito and maya are like watching the show together um and nusako is like yeah maya and kaito are together a lot huh and uh yui's like yeah i think they might like each other and then she like kind of sits there for a second and she's like i hope they do like i, I hope Aww. i hope that they're into one another I hope, um, yeah yeah the red I had on that, the read on had on that, like, was, like, not malicious. So, I hope so. Yeah, I think so, too. And it might just be that, like, she's getting better at hiding it for the camera. But I would, I am hoping that it is genuine and that she really feels that way. Yeah, I think so, too. I hope so, too. Um, It's worth noting that Isako, I think, like, this is probably a hard thing to pick up as somebody who is, like, living in the house, like in the shit with everyone else but she's like i think that kaito is is conflicted between the two mm -hmm. of you i think he hasn't made up his mind yet yeah um which is just an interesting call we'll see if that comes back later um if yui you know stays in uh contention i guess as it were 
Um, yeah. And then we cut to the living room and we see Kaito and Maya and they're watching 13 Reasons Why together. They're sharing headphones, like the classic, like they each get one of the earbuds um, because they can't watch stuff on Tara's house with the sound on. So they're listening with headphones. Um, and from the initial shot that we see, it kind of looks like she has her head on his shoulder, but like not really. And we're not sure. Um, and then she's like, hey, I need a pillow. And he gives her like a blanket to like bundle up and turn into a pillow. Um, and then we cut to another shot and like she is very much like leaning on his shoulder as they're watching the Aww. show together. That is kind of where the episode ends with this like, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because Kaito and Guy are friends, but it reminded me a lot of Guy and Nikki watching. Yeah. What was it One Piece? One Piece, One Piece. Watching One Piece together. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then that's where it ends. And then the part ends and I'm sad. Yeah. Um, I have to wait like two weeks. Yeah, as of the time well, that we're recording, we have a whole bunch of time before it comes out. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, so you don't. By the time you're listening to this, it's already out, and you've probably watched the whole thing already. Uh, but yeah, we're pre-recording so. because Andrea and I are both going on vacation. I'm gone for mm-hmm. a week, and then she's gone for a week. So I literally leave the day he comes back. Yeah. So whoops. Which is which is funny because I have a layover in Jersey for like nine hours. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, whoops. <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. That's the episode. It's a good one. It's not as much of a cliffhanger as I was expecting for the end of a part. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. <coughs> um, I think. I think. I think. I think I like this. I think I like Maya and <laughs> Kaito. I think I like this. I think I like this. I think I can stand by this. Mm, I think I can. Allow Period. this. Oh, That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> I think I can. Um, I think I can. So, like, everybody wins again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody wins. Nobody does anything bad in this how, episode. I don't know how long this has been going on, but everybody wins. Yeah. It is amazing that this has been... How many weeks in a row I has want, this been of everybody winning? I don't know. Hey, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but we should mention that the I Scott that we continue to call out in these segments is, uh, is a, a great member. Yeah, a great member of our Facebook community, Scott, who has been keeping a, a, a running Google Sheet of all of the wins and losses in opening new doors um as if they're batting averages it's great he's the best yeah i appreciate him a lot and i want to send him a postcard (laughs) scott give your address oh yeah do that oh he just he just posted on the facebook group like 25 minutes ago oh really yeah i just got on facebook that's funny um Um, yeah everybody wins everybody wins and that means it's recommendation time it is recommendation time uh let's do our uh we have a listener recommendation first from somebody on yes. Twitter who goes by Caramel Dimples, who wrote to us. Love that. Said, I would like to give a recommendation for a book series. It's called The Cradle Series by Will Wright. It's about a boy who mm. is forbidden to learn about the sacred arts by his clan, but leaves his village to find power. If you like Dragon Ball, you'll probably really like this. And the sixth book is coming out on the 1st of March. Oh, fuck yes. I love Dragon Ball and I love books. Yes. Yeah, so I'm finishing up the book that I'm reading right now and looking for something new. Um, so this might be it. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Uh, other recommendation, go to your library. Oh. That's not mine for today, but just go to your library. Yeah. I've said this before. Yeah. Um, yeah, libraries are good. I just went to the library recently in Kingston, New York to go take out a bunch of uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies, and then we binge-watched them uh, with some really? friends of mine. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw you on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation um, is, and I think we might have probably talked about this before, but my recommendation is this um, revival of a Japanese reality show called Ainori, which means like love together, but it also means like ride together. Mm. Um, Ainori, the first season is on international Netflix. It's about basically, I think it's just four guys and three girls 
are in a van and they do like a budget trip around Asia. Yeah. And then like the way it works, this is, this is a really big show, I think in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. The way it works that like if they fall, in, if one of them falls in love with the other one, they can go to the driver and ask for a ticket, like two tickets back to Japan. Yeah. And then they confess their love and they give the person the ticket. And then they sleep on it. And then the next day, Ooh. the person shows up with their luggage and stuff. And they either kiss and go to Japan or they say, no, thank you. Give the ticket back and go back on the bus. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> it was going to be show. if anybody asks you if you want to come with, you have to leave either way. Oh, God. And you can God. either go with them or you can say no. But that also means you have to leave. No, but like if you say no, if you say no, yeah. it's like it's like it's rough here's your ticket i go to the, the i go to the van and then the person cries for a bit and then they also go back to the van to say goodbye to everyone else in your oh there. my god it's so mortifying that's so much it's it's a very good show like the first season this is a show again the 80s and 90s that like my my host parents used to watch growing up they, they, not growing up but like they used to watch it a lot and they really liked it yeah and then netflix picked it up and like made a new season of it and the first season is out the first season ended and it's available everywhere. But the second season, I just saw Scott post about it because it's going on right now. It releases in international Netflix on March 28th. Mm. And when I was in Japan um, getting Japanese Netflix, I binged all the episodes of the second season that were out already. Oh, yeah. That shit is wild, dog. Some <laughs> fucked up shit goes on. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> So I would really recommend this show just because it's 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 messy, but it's fun and it's great and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. It's a great show. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna make I'm gonna I have two recommendations. Mm-hmm. Both shows that I recommend that I think are one of them is definitely like not watched by enough people and is over so you can watch all of it. Uh, and the other oh, no. one is ongoing. Uh, but I think like I don't see enough conversation about it, even though I know a lot of people are watching it. But I just want to like add my voice to the to the thing. So the first one that is still ongoing is Mr. Robot. Uh, yes. Okay. We did. Yeah, we were talking about yeah, this earlier. Andrew and I just talked about this before before the podcast because we were watching a video of Rami Malek. <laughs> Ra- Rami, incredible actor, just won the Oscar for for uh, best performance. Best act. Yeah, best yeah. performance. Um. But anyway. Yeah, that that show is is really unbelievable. Um, I will say that generally what I do is if people recommend things to me, I will watch like the first like three episodes and then decide for myself. Mr. Mm -hmm. Robot, so many people during the first season recommended it to me that I just bought the whole first season on iTunes. I was like, if if at this point, yeah, if this many people are telling me that I need to watch this thing, then I'll watch the thing. And I watched like probably five or six episodes and I was like, I hate this. I think this is bad. I do not enjoy it. And there's a certain point, I think it was like episode seven or eight, because I was like, I bought the thing. I got to watch the whole first season regardless. Yeah. Um, and I was like invested enough that I just like wanted to see how the season was going to end. By the time that season ends, I had become like a huge fan of it. And it has oh, yeah. only gotten better since. Um, I think Mr. Robot is a really, really, really like stellar show that should be like in the upper echelon of shows that people talk about all the time from like every aspect from performance to writing to cinematography to uh music supervision like everything about that show is almost perfect it's really terrifying how good it is uh in a lot of instances <laughs> um just really weird shot choices all the time you're kind of always but it on always edge. like makes sense and it's always like very it's very thought out that's the thing yeah it, it feels like a puzzle box that's being solved before you and like there's really no way for you to know what what 
the writer is intending at any given moment until the thing gets revealed to you, which is like a very cool way of doing things. Unlike a show like maybe Westworld, which is great in a lot of different ways, but like every time a season of Westworld comes out, the subreddit has figured it out in the second episode. And it's just like, okay, we're just sitting here and waiting for the reveal that we all know is going to happen already because like the clues weren't laid out in a way that was like hiding much from the viewer. Um, Yeah. It was telegraphed too early. That's my one pet peeve with like shows. I don't like it when writing can be like lazy. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if lazy is the word, but like if it's. Well, if if they don't treat the audience. Yeah. uh, With with like. I don't know. Respect. It, yeah, respect. Uh, no, if, if, if they don't trust the audience's intelligence, then things can just seem like pandery uh, when yeah, they're trying to exactly reveal things. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, but I feel like Mr. Robot does not do that at all because yeah. I'm, I'm dumb and I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good one. It's, it's a really good show. Uh, the other show that yeah. I want to recommend, so that's one that's ongoing. Like the, I think the final season is coming out at some point this year or something or the shooting it this mm-hmm. year and it's going to come out in 2020. I'm not sure. It's in production. Um, the other show that I want to recommend that is done uh, and I think is amazing. And I only bring this up because I was thinking about how tall Lee Pace is yesterday. <gasps> oh, is it Pushing Daisies? No, it's not. But also a great show. I love Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Side recommendation. Pushing Daisies. Awesome. Um, halt and Catch Fire was a oh, show. I have not watched that. Yeah. It's a show that came out on AMC right when Mad Men ended. It took, it takes place in the eighties, like early nineties. And everybody was just like, this is just a show to replace Mad Men. And that's what AMC uh, apparently wanted. And everybody was like, this is not what we want. We don't want a show to replace Mad Men. We want a new thing. And nobody really gave Halt and Catch Fire a chance kind of because of that. And apparently just like, according to some production stuff, it seems like the first season kind of got bogged down and like even AMC wanted it to be a replacement for Mad Men. Um, so the first season, admittedly problematic in a lot of ways, not very good. Um, But then in the second season, the showrunner was kind of given the like go ahead to make the thing that they actually wanted to make in the first place. And it is like straight up, I think like one of my top five favorite shows ever. Oh, fuck. Yeah. There are some moments on that show that have like changed my life, like for real, for real. Um, (laughs) it is, it is beautiful and, 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 uh, sad uh glorious at times i don't know i can't i can't recommend halt and catch fire enough it's not for everyone definitely it is like nerdy in a way uh because it's about a whole bunch of people who make computers like during the race to like make computers happen and like make the internet a thing that exists that is not what i thought it was about at all and i did not know it was on netflix i just found out yeah it's all on netflix it was oh my god what i was gonna say it you can just binge the whole thing i can't recommend it enough i think if you're if you're even remotely interested in it while watching season one, you will love, love, love what happens in the next couple seasons. Uh, they get into like the early years of like game development and stuff and like making oh, online communities. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and like inventing forums um, and stuff like that. It's really, really, really good. And again, the cast is ridiculous. All the performances are amazing. Like some of my favorite people are on that show. Um, it's cool. It's a great show. Halt and I'll tell fire. you this. Um, according to Netflix, this TV show is cerebral. <laughs> okay. It also thinks that um, Terrace House Aloha State is scandalous. Scandalous, yeah. That was a good one. So weird. Wow. I feel like I just said so yeah. much about Hull and Catch Fire. Um, no, I'm excited to watch it. I didn't know if it was on, it was on Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. Um, it does, I'll say this much, it does this really interesting, and this might be the thing that like tips people into watching it if they don't like season one very much when they start watching it. 
in season one, Lee Pace is presented as like a Don Draper kind of character where he like shows up and is like, I'm a fucking hotshot and I'm the best at what I do and I'm going to make yeah. like computers the biggest thing in America. And then basically all of that goes to shit because if a person like Don Draper existed in real life, it would just dissolve in front it of their eyes. It would be eyes. the worst thing in the universe. Yeah, everybody would see through it, which to Mad Men's credit, they get into later in the seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Halt and Catch Fire towards the end of season one, like fully and completely interrogates that idea and then the next couple seasons are about like hey uh lee pace's character's named joe it's like hey joe fucking sucked and ruined everyone's <laughs> lives and the rest of the seasons are about <laughs> joe like trying to become a real human being who exists in society after trying to be don draper and failing terribly oh man i have for so many fucking people that i know like this yeah it's great it's really oh, good he, he wants to be Thank steve jobs you. and sucks at it essentially is how it works oh god it's fucking elizabeth holmes i don't know who that is oh you don't oh you don't know about elizabeth holmes no she's the so i just found out about this because of a podcast that i listened to i'll also recommend it's called the dropout um it's basically this lady she dropped out of stanford at age 19 and she started as this she made this startup called uh theranos oh yeah no i know all about that that's my bad yeah Yeah. i fucking i didn't know about that shit until like a month ago where like i got a a youtube recommendation (laughs) yeah that was just like what the fuck is this and then i listened i I read the book and then i could listen to the podcast and that shit's so fucked up yeah it's wild yeah it's wild anyway those are all the recommendations Thank you. Please send in your recommendations. I love getting more shit. Yeah, send them to, to uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email. Mail them to me. Mail them to us. Yeah, do, yeah. any way you want to send us a uh, recommendation, please feel free to do that. Yeah. All that having been said, uh, thank you to Ryan Mitchell Gray who let us use his uh, song Young as our theme song. It's off the album Na Plus Ultra. Um, if you like the show, please head over to iTunes and give it a review um tell a friend about it if you think that they might be into it it honestly we say it at the beginning of every episode but like if you think somebody would like terrace house like show them that show first um yeah because terrace house is great and we just want more people to watch terrace house is really yeah more people works. should watch terrace house um and if you really like the show you can donate to us uh at anchor.fm slash nsaa thank you so much everybody who's done that um really means a lot yeah thank you um is there anything else uh we have merch I'm working on a dumb shirt right now. Yes. By the time this episode comes out, we will have new shirts on the store. It's no script at all. That threadless.com. Um, do you want to it's say what silly. they are now or do you want to wait until it's, this episode comes out and people can just it's go see the them? Most, it's the most stereotypical sh- like shirt. Yeah. It was a really <laughs> dumb idea made. that we had once uh, that we decided to make real. Yeah. And then I had like a free lunch break and I was like, what if I just fucking did this? Yeah. Um, it's extremely, <laughs> extremely dumb. And I, I yeah, love it the way it came out yeah me too i'm, I'm making them nicer but uh where do we work if they find the shirts again i keep forgetting it's no script at all.threadless.com there we go no script at all.threadless.com to see my our stupid ideas yep come to life yep yep um anyway that being said yes my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley my name is andrew caprotti you can find me on the internet at irie smile aloha aloha Garbage dot online.